0: What's up y'all? My name's Christina. Um, If you're here, if you're listening, welcome. This is Her Authentic Self. Um, I'm new to the podcast game, but really, really hope you enjoy this episode. Um, I'm calling it Her Authentic Self because that's exactly what it is. This podcast is for the ladies. It's for women empowerment. It's for mental and spiritual growth. Um, Really, it's, it's discovering you are at your core and unlearning all the things that you know we've subconsciously learned to do throughout our childhoods throughout our traumas Um, unpacking that and learning to love ourselves learning to love ourselves fully Um, if you gain anything from this podcast i hope you gain um, community i hope you gain um, a sense of feeling like you aren't alone Um, often we only praise our accomplishments and our successes um, but we don't talk about the struggles, we hide them, we feel guilt, we feel shame about our pain and some of the healing that needs to be done in our own lives. Um, we're not going to do that here. This is an open forum. We will talk about all things, including the things that some might feel are shameful or some might feel um, they can't bring up or they can't talk about or some might feel that they're alone and that others don't understand. This is exactly what this podcast is for. Sis, you're not alone we do understand and we need to talk more as a community of women we need to speak to each other more um, about our shortcomings about our struggles um, and help uplift one another because we're not alone I guarantee you if there's something that you've gone through that was difficult in your life a handful of other women have also experienced it so here we go I'm all right y'all i'm back with another episode of her authentic self um on this episode i wanted to start off by referencing a really really good book if anyone's interested it's called the body keeps the score brain mind and body in the healing of trauma by Bessel van van der kolk um i can add the link for anyone that's interested but i want to reference this because i don't want viewers to think that i am just pulling from my personal experiences and opinions um while i do feel like your your experiences can be valuable and helpful um when trying to help others heal i also think it's important to link some sort of science or some sort of research um behind you know what your opinions are that way it's not that way it's credible um so One of the excerpts I'm going to focus on that I found was extremely interesting, um, it's called the Neural Love Code. Basically, it goes into um, the polyvigal, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, polyvigal, yep, let's go with that. (laughs) The polyvigal theory, um, which explains the understanding that humans have between safety and danger, To clarify, this theory basically explains that as people, um, knowing that we're seen and heard by important people in our lives can make us feel calm and safe. Now, this isn't just opinion or, I mean, I agree. This is science. It goes into Darwin's theory and like 140 years of scientific discoveries, but basically what they found is that um, as people, it's important for us to be seen and heard by other important people in our lives um, and that's what makes us feel calm and safe however when we're ignored or dismissed by people we can exhibit emotions of rage um, react you know in anger and even have mental collapse now i don't know if people are understanding this science is saying to us that if we don't have people around us that make us feel seen and heard we can literally go into mental collapse now that's powerful in short porges theory basically discusses that social relationships are at the front and center of all of our trauma social relationships are at the front and center of all of our trauma can you imagine And there's so many people who are not doing the work to understand their relationships to to have healthy ones and this is the main source of what's hurting us as people so it goes even deeper and it says when we receive a message from other people that says you're safe with me we can relax and if we're lucky in our relationships we feel nourished supported and restored So safety is really, really crucial. And safety isn't just I'm safe because of this crosswalk that's between me and the road, or I'm safe because of the red light that's there. You can have safety in how someone makes you feel, just a certain look that you get, a smile. You can have safety or feel safety in how someone reacts to you. Just someone taking the time out to listen to what's going on in your life, that can make people, that can make you feel safe. Um, But overall, the thing I want to stress is that as people, most of our energy is devoted to connecting with other people. Most of our energy is devoted to connecting with other people, and most of it, most of our social relationships are what cause trauma. So there's a lot of irony here. Essentially, science is saying we literally need to connect with others, but also when you connect with others, if you don't feel seen or safe, that can lead to mental collapse. So it's extremely good in terms of feeling safety, or it can be extremely bad in terms of rage and mental breakdown. And this is why this podcast is so important to me and why I'm so passionate about it is because I don't think we're really dissecting and understanding you know what our basic needs are what our emotional needs are literally what our scientific needs are which in this book is discussing how connection and safety is so crucial Um, and I want to say that Just because you have a lot of people around you, or let's say you know a lot of people, you have several acquaintances or people that consider themselves to be friends with you, there's a difference between social support and reciprocation. Yes, maybe you can hit up 10 people to go out and have a good time, but do they reciprocate your energy? Do you feel truly heard and seen by those people And do they bring you ease, like peace of mind? Connection is so crucial. It brings us basically ultimate bliss. There's nothing else to substitute connection. There's no prescription. There's no medicine. Like There's tons of drugs out there that you can take for antidepressants, but there's literally nothing that you can prescribe to someone to make them feel safe that's how much power there is in human connection that's how much power there is in social relationships and friendships and just having the right people around you and that's how much power there is in having the wrong people around you it can be extremely traumatic and cause mental breakdown so I want to discuss loneliness I've been thinking about it a lot lately, like what do I want my next discussion to be on? And really I'm just pulling from my own experiences in life and what I'm dealing with at the moment. And I know um, this excerpt sheds a lot of light on loneliness because it's saying to us that we literally need relationships that make us feel safe. And when we don't have that, when we have the opposite, it can cause us to have mental breakdown. When I first started my therapy journey, I remember having a breakdown. (laughs) My therapist was so nice to be available to me, but I called her just on a whim after work one day, and I had a full-on mental breakdown. I was crying in my car after work late at night, just telling her, like, I don't know how I've gotten to this place in my life. Like, this can't be it for me. I'm like, so miserable. At the time I was in such a toxic work environment, like the most toxic I've ever experienced in my life. I would come home every day and cry. Um, I had living situation issues. I was just recently broken up with a relationship, a long-term relationship. and, trying to find a new place to live, um, relocating, so in between houses. There was just a lot of disorganization at that time in my life, and it drove me insane. I wasn't happy. I, wasn't, I didn't have the things I wanted, um, and I just looked around me, and there was no one there. It was just me. And in this conversation with my therapist, she asked me, she goes, you know, Christina, what do you want? If you could decide right now what it is that you want, what would make you happy you know how does that look for your future i told her a few things that i'll dissect more in different episodes but what i want to focus on is i told her how important it was for me to be comfortable being alone i'm like you know this time next year i want to be so at peace just with myself i don't want to seek romantic relationships i don't want to seek anything outside of me for validation i genuinely want to be happy by myself and i know some people might think that's a weird request or that's a weird thing to want especially because as humans we we naturally crave connection and safety which i do of course but i wanted to get to a place where i was okay being alone because at that time in my life i had a lot more unsafe connections and toxic relationships around me than I did healthy ones so I'm like you know what I just need to remove everything I need to remove everyone I need to be comfortable with myself first and then cultivate healthy habits in my own life to start looking for healthy relationships attracting that etc but I knew at the moment I wasn't I didn't have the right people around me. I was unhappy. If anything, the people I had around me were dragging me down. You know, I do my best to live my life in terms of, you know, progression, how I can become a better woman, you know, unlearning things I've been conditioned to believe and changing like my reactions to things, basically trying to masterpiece. Now, I don't know anyone else, but if you've been on a journey trying to master peace, you know how hard that can be when, when everyone else around you isn't doing that. At the time, I had toxic family around me, just people never willing to change or look at themselves or take accountability, just angry or feeling like the world owes them something anytime something goes wrong, not willing to offer a helping hand. I had a boss at the time who was overworking me extremely selfish like would take the credit for things that I would do I just felt like I had a lot of relationships around me that were dragging me down I had an ex-boyfriend at the time whose family was so toxic it literally like would bring me to mental collapse there were some days I would just go drive to the park and cry (laughs) And I'm laughing because those are situations and relationships that I willingly chose to put myself in. That's the craziest part. I willingly chose to be in that relationship with him. I willingly chose to be with someone who had, uh, I wanna say toxic family life, but just family that was not in alignment with what I saw for my future and the types of people I wanted to be around. My own family was bringing me down my career at the time was bringing me down you know the people I worked so hard to make happy every day I worked in housing I did market housing and affordable housing and when you work in housing you are your eyes are open to a lot of difficult scenarios so going to work every day doing my best to help people um, in the affordable housing program but you know not being appreciated not getting any respect in return that's a really hard place to be at actively being disrespected every day, it wears on you. And just like this theory explains, just like Porges theory, connection is so crucial in our lives. When we are negatively affected by those connections, it can lead to rage and mental collapse. And that's the place that I was in. I didn't want to be angry anymore. I didn't want to have breakdowns. I wanted to find peace in being alone. Now be careful what you wish for guys because i've certainly gotten a ton of alone time since that conversation with my therapist and i can say now that i value that alone time i value the space i had to be in to separate myself from everyone and everything but was it a very hard journey yes extremely hard just going from being a person who Had a lot of friends around me in college all the time. Was looking to, you know, stay busy, go out um, to someone who had my head down, was working more, no friends around, lived by myself, relocated. I turned and I looked at my life and I said, wow, you know, I'm alone now. Now what? What am I going to pull from this? solitude because i know i'm here for a reason i saw a post that said if you realize that you feel constant fear anxiety anger confusion sadness loneliness gaslighted misunderstood or discomfort around a person you're not meant to be around them I definitely was in a place in my life where I had to remove people that you know I had known for a long time. Um, ultimately, the question comes down to were those relationships causing me anxiety? Was I confused? Was I angry, sad, lonely at all? Personally, for me, I take my healing journey so seriously and i know that it doesn't benefit me to be around people who cause me to have those feelings so i've begun to be really really good at cutting people off when needed like it's not a problem for me anymore especially if they're causing me to feel any of these ways because i know how i make myself feel and i know how I want to feel every day and i can have peace and i can have happiness i can have joy like i'm not going to actively choose to be in certain relationships or situations that are bringing me down i had a falling out with a lot of or my main group of what i considered to be close friends in college and that was a really hard thing for me to go through i mean anyone that has a hard time with change um when there are people in your life for a few years, you know, you see the rest of your life with them. You don't necessarily imagine what it's like um, when they're not there. So, you know, I was accustomed to these friendships um, and it really hurt me when I had to cut it off. But at the end of the day, my peace comes first. I think it's also important for us to understand that everything that enters our life is a gift and at the same time everything that exits our life is a gift imagine if you took the time to see the world that way you would have no anxiety everything that comes is a gift everything that goes is a gift that just means life is a gift and i know it's hard to make it so simplistic because we're human and we have so many deep emotions and you know it's much easier said than done to say that you know anything that leaves is a gift but try to adopt that mentality like as you move forward in life everything happens for a reason in that time when i was having you know a falling out with my friends I would cry about it i would be sad i'm like wow these are people you know that i really considered to be close to me but i knew that it was going to be for the better i don't know what it was the universe god but i was in a place where i was alone and i really had to sit with myself and look at myself and somehow in that time I was able to manifest several things that were on my vision board, which lets me know that everything that's meant for me is always going to come to me in like effortless divine timing. Everything that's meant for you will always come in effortless divine timing. Isn't that such a a peaceful, calming like thing to tell yourself and to believe? Everything's coming in divine timing. Did I know I was going to have a falling out with my friends? No, but did I know I was going to make a new group of friends that I considered to be, you know, some really, really close bonds? I had no idea. I spent that time alone. I spent that time looking at myself growing. God just kept opening doors that i didn't know were coming. Suddenly i'm going out with coworkers after work. I'm being asked, invited to events. I'm making connections with people who have many similarities to me. Like i don't take any of those things lightly or as coincidence. Especially going from being isolated for so long, feeling like oh my goodness, i lost my friends, i lost my relationship. Um, my family life is not going so well right now. It's just me. I had a door open that opened a a better opportunity for work. I had another door open that opened for friendships, community, other women who had things in common with me. Now I'm excited for the other doors that are going to continue to open There were a few things on my vision board so far, only a few of them have happened, but I don't think that they're not going to. I know that it's going to manifest because everything that's meant for me is coming in effortless divine timing. That takes the anxiety out of doing a lot of things. Think about it like interviewing, dating, just any sort of relationship that you're looking for those are the principles i'm going to live by if it's causing me fear anxiety anger confusion sadness any sort of discomfort i choose that i don't want to be around it i choose not to be around it it's not for me and that goes for everything friendships family i genuinely am like that now now it's no like bad feelings it's no hate i just choose to love those people from a distance because i know that for me being around them doesn't make me be the best version of myself once i got to a place in my dating life where i was able to say it's fine anytime a man expressed to me that he wanted to leave or you know couldn't be the things that i need i learned to just let it go Instead of being like, you know, why don't they see my value? You know, how come he's giving up so easily? Um, I can't believe he's not going to try harder. Like, I just released all of that. Any person that's in my life, even if it's not a romantic relationship, that verbally expresses to me that they no longer want to be there or can be there, I don't say anything. I acknowledge what they say and then I let them go. Which is so much more freeing than trying so hard to hold on to someone that clearly doesn't want to be in your life. I choose not to do that anymore because I trust in the divine timing of my life. I have faith in what's happening. And I know that anything that comes to me is a gift. And anything that leaves me, even if I don't understand or see it, is also a gift. Honestly, I'm sure there's been several bullets I've dodged thank God for the higher forces that have been helping me out because who knows if it was up to us and we get all the things that we really wanted or we really thought we wanted maybe we wouldn't be in such a great place so I'll leave you with that not having a community that you feel safe with can cause severe damage but also being around people who make you feel unsafe or angry or confused or gaslit or uncomfortable is also really, really negative for your mental health. So one, trust that the right relationships, the right people are gonna find you, they're gonna be around you, that you're not going to have to chase them because you know that everything in your life happens in divine timing and because you see everything as a gift whether you gain it or whether you lose it and i hope that helps you to find some peace this week